Hello, and welcome to a, another session of Brew of a Kind. I'm Katie. And I'm Jordan. And we're excited to be back with you this week. So we're going to go ahead and start with our brew of the day. This week we are drinking Starbucks Frappuccinos. Yes, they are the vanilla ones, mm-hmm. too. So much better than last week's drinks. <laughs> yes. We much prefer this. So this week we are coming at you with some Taylor talk. Yes. If you don't already know, we are huge Swifties. And this week we had the VMAs and she came out with nine awards. Nine out of the 11 that she was nominated for. What a freaking legend. When I tell you, I screamed every single time that she got an award. (laughs) no kidding like i was laying in bed and i'm like oh my god they have got to get this going because i had to get up early the next day but i just couldn't not watch it was just every little thing she did it was like here we are clowning trying to figure out (laughs) what this blonde woman is up to next i think it was kind of cool though that she got like a taste of her own medicine so to speak with uh in sync reunited up there oh my god <laughs> that's another thing that yes. i cannot wait if they don't go on tour i'll probably die i'm already planning for right, it Right, we have to go <laughs> <laughs> but i kind of found the vmas a little disappointing this year for lack of a better way to put it there were just too many performances and not enough awards right like not that there's anything wrong with the performances. They were great. It was just, right. it was too many for my liking. I really wanted to see the awards. The fact that we only got to see her accept, like, what, not even half of the awards right. that she actually won. And, and all the other artists, too. I mean, I guess maybe they were like, well, if Taylor Swift is winning every award, do we really have to have her come up and give a speech <laughs> every time? But still, it's like, while we appreciate the performances that people put on, and, you know, most of them gave a hell of a performance. Oh, yeah. It just would have been nice to actually see more of what everybody was there to see. Right, the awards themselves. And I think they said they showed 15 of the 26 awards for the night. And, like... That's just nuts. I would have rather have seen the 26 awards, to be honest. (laughs) But maybe we're a little biased because we would have never had a problem watching Taylor walk back up on stage for another award. (laughs) And we also... We have to talk about that audience cam that was, I guess, basically a Taylor cam all night. It was basically a Taylor cam. (laughs) I was so focused on that, watching her every every single move this woman disappeared from the audience when was it when fallout boy was on stage yes and here we are like oh my god oh my god she's gonna sing electric touch on stage she's going up there she's gonna perform she didn't but (laughs) i still think that black outfit is a rep easter egg oh absolutely i'm still like holding on to the hope that there's gonna be a double drop like every single time i see a photo I am still trying to look at that bracelet she was wearing because there were so many people saying that it was a snake. (laughs) We need to get you on to Instagram. The Taylor Swift styled account found it and showed it. And it's not a snake. Damn. Okay. (laughs) Crushing all of my dreams here. (laughs) I meant to send it to you. It's my bad. That's okay. But there's plenty of other rep coding happening in that outfit alone. I mean... 
and it all applies to the double drop theory too because like when she's being seen it's like blue outfit black outfit blue outfit black outfit and i'm like yeah i'm so ready (laughs) well the thing is too it felt like everybody was in on it i know because the whole thing was red coated We swear, every single person that went up on that stage somehow was alluding to rep. Right. (laughs) There's just no way that they weren't all in on the joke. I mean, if someone could, like, control the VMAs, it would be Taylor, right? For real. I mean, mean, she basically did. Nine awards. And she controlled the VMAs. Yes, and the the cameras were on her the entire time. The entire time. If you're not a Taylor fan, it was probably not a great night for you, (laughs) but... For the for us Swifties, it was like whew, Chef's Kiss, amazing. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> they might as well have just called it the Taylor Swift Awards. Right. <laughs> with a couple of special guests. <laughs> Taylor Swift Awards featuring. <laughs> Fe- featuring Shakira. <laughs> Keeping with our theme this week of Taylor Swift, I pulled a couple of uh Taylor stories off of Reddit for us to dive into this week. Oh, and these are going to be a surprise for me. Yeah, I was blind reacting last week. Kind of blind reacting this week because I didn't read through all of them. I wanted a little bit of surprise, but there's a, a bit of a theme with them. So if you didn't hear us last week, first of all, I'll go back and listen to that episode. Please, we would appreciate it so much. Yes, um, but we talked about how this summer we got to go to the Eras tour yes and so some backstory for that for the audience i bought tickets in november when they released i got three of them with the intentions of getting them for myself my husband and my friend stacy but day of the concert literally like an hour before our car breaks down on the way to the concert oh man it was... and i had already talked to katie about if we needed something she could come to us right (laughs) i was on standby yes and you were there and you had just gotten the dog and she couldn't be left alone so my husband ended up volunteering to stay with the dog and giving up his ticket and katie got to come to the concert with stacy and i and it was amazing it was and this was you know july one beginning of my birthday month so just like what a way to start the month amazing i had an hour guys an hour before the show to get ready i did not plan an outfit so i picked up like the first clothes that i could find out of my hamper of clean clothes threw them on hair makeup and just went it was the time of my life it was fine (laughs) truly like it worked out so well um i had actually ended up ordering another clear stadium purse so i had one packed for like my husband and he wasn't going to use it. So we she just had threw the up. bag up together for her. And she had like the friendship bracelets I made in it. So <laughs> yes. like got, she got to trade bracelets and it was so good. Yes. I actually got to have like the full experience. So I did with an hour to go before this lady went on stage. I mean, we got there and they were almost through the openers because they moved the show up an hour. Yes. It was just madness. But but like as soon as you walked in, the energy of the concert was oh, so good. It was like an ethereal experience. It was like it was truly just an amazing, like girl heaven experience. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like if heaven like is a real place, right? 
heaven for the girls, the gays, and the theys. <laughs> I love it. Yes, we're all about the girls, the gays, and the theys. Yes. This is a safe place, y'all. All right, so you want to get into some stories now? I am so ready for some stories. Let's do it. Are you ready for it? Okay, so up first, we have a story from r slash am I the asshole? And it says, am I the asshole for demanding Taylor Swift tickets? I mean, probably not, (laughs) but we'll see. (laughs) Seems like a reasonable demand to me. I know how this sounds, but it's the best title I could come up with to sum up the situation. I, 16 female, have been terrified of cars since I got in a severe accident with my family at the age of 12. It's a very severe trauma that I was unable to get therapy for for years. My mother doesn't believe in it. Because of that, I've yet to get my license, which is a common source of contention between my mother and I. When Taylor Swift announced her Eras tour... I tried to get tickets, but if you know anything about that, Ticketmaster was a nightmare, so I was unable to get them in time and lost out. Tickets now range from like $800 to $1,500 a piece from what I've seen, which just isn't feasible for me. My mother knew that, so she made a deal with me. If I got my driver's license before our city's show, she would buy me two tickets. That seems like a good deal. Or I'll get that license. Yes. <laughs> I made sure to make it clear just how much that costed before I agreed to the deal, and she said it wasn't a problem, so we shook on it and I got to work. Well, anyway, I got my license yesterday. My should-be show date is about a month away, and when I asked my mother to purchase the tickets for me, she told me she wasn't going to. I have feelings. Yeah. At first I was confused, so I asked her if it was a money issue, because if it was, honestly, I would have understood. But she assured me it was not, and told me that she just wasn't really a fan of Taylor's music. (laughs) She's Christian, and Taylor uses language she doesn't like. She said she didn't want me to go to the Eras tour because she thought Taylor was a bad influence and the music was sinful. It's sinful in all the best ways. I have so many comments. (laughs) (laughs) I got upset with her and told her that it's incredibly irritating to go back on an agreement that I did what she asked and it was unfair to lie and switch up when I had my hopes up for weeks. Then I gave her an ultimatum that either she could either buy me the tickets or I'd go stay with my grandma. I'm writing this from my grandma's couch, so so I'm sure you know that that didn't go over well. I know Taylor's tickets are not a need, and I know that they're expensive, so I worry that I may be the asshole because of that. But I also think that you're only as good as your word, and it's really sucky to get someone's hopes up just to disappoint them like that when you knew you weren't going to do it in the first place so am i the asshole this person is absolutely not the asshole (laughs) like a hundred percent not the asshole not the asshole at all they made an agreement they conquered this huge fear which i understand because i have been working on conquering my fear of driving and so i get it (laughs) feels very wrong to get someone's hopes excited and like when you know 
when you know that your child has this like deep love and connection to this music and you give them hope that like, hey, you know what? Yeah, I will do this thing if you do this thing. And then you're like, hey, just kidding. I don't like that music. So I'm not going to do it even though you like it. Right. And I think that it's really unfair to renege on a promise and just completely disregard your child like that. I mean, just because you're the parent doesn't mean it's right for you to go back on your word. Right. I mean, I'm assuming that the OP is probably over 18. I would assume uh, she was 16, but she was 16. So she was 16 getting her driver's license. Right. I mean, yeah, that's a scary thing. Most 16 year olds are excited, but when you have a trauma, I miss the age. I'm so sorry. But like, yeah, I just, it's surprising to me that this was such a sore spot then. Cause like, I think I knew plenty of 16 year olds, 17 year olds, 18 year olds who didn't have their licenses. Yeah. I mean, not everybody gets their license right away at 16. And I know, full-grown adults who still don't have their license and Mm -hmm. it's like it's not always a necessity to be right i mean i'm getting back into driving after years of not doing it and i mean it's a hard thing to do to conquer that fear especially when you've been in an accident and have that trauma from it yeah i mean i've been in multiple accidents (laughs) (laughs) i'm a target for terrible drivers (laughs) oh my goodness I am a target for the worst drivers on the road. I swear I've been T-boned by a drunk driver. I've been rear-ended by a box truck. I mean. You've literally been hit with a car. (laughs) (laughs) Hit by a truck on a scooter in Miami. Like I just, I think I walk around with a target on my back. And if it wasn't so necessary for me to drive, I probably wouldn't because I hate it. And so I don't blame OP for this being something that she doesn't really have a desire to do. Right. And for her to work so hard to conquer that and follow through. Your 16-year-old should not have more follow-through than you as her parent. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. There's just a lack of accountability there. What are you teaching your kid? Right. Like, lead by example. Your Mm -hmm. kid did her part. Why can't you? Another part of this that I feel like needs to be mentioned is I have to question how the OP's parent in this situation is like questioning their parenting almost. Because like if you trust your child and you trust your parenting, wouldn't you trust them to go to a concert and be able to distinguish between something that's, you know, in your eyes, godly or ungodly? That and also... This is, I don't want to step on any toes here when I say this. I don't mean to say this to offend anybody, but if you're a Christian, I don't think you get to pick and choose which parts of Christianity you follow. So that's not practicing your Christian values. It's just being an asshole. So if anybody's an asshole in this story, it's the mom. I agree. 100%. If you weren't going to get your child the tickets because you don't agree with the music, that should have been discussed beforehand. It shouldn't have even been on the table then that you would buy the tickets. That was manipulating your child and taking advantage of them. Right, because you didn't change your mind. You just straight up lied. Exactly. 
that's not cool. <laughs> so you're giving this example, like you said, of lying to your child. So when they come back and lie to you later, that's on you. That's the example you're giving. Right. You just set the precedent that it's okay to lie and manipulate somebody to get what you want. Exactly. That is not a value I would want to instill in my child. And, you know, I'm not a parent, but I think it's pretty safe to say that that's not great parenting. Right. <laughs> You're not a parent, but you can also understand that, like, what it's like to be a person. <laughs> like, <laughs> So, yeah, mom, I think it's time for you to... Buy some um, concert tickets. And <laughs> buy some concert tickets some follow first of through. All. <laughs> Absolutely. And then do a little bit of self-reflection because you're probably going to cost your daughter some hefty therapy bills in the, in the future with the way that you lie to manipulate her. But of course, OP's mom doesn't believe in therapy. Doesn't believe so. in therapy. Oh, please. Come on. I mean, like... I truly think that we could all benefit from therapy you don't have to be messed up in the head to benefit from therapy it is something it's a basic maintenance thing guys i mean you don't have to be depressed or have anxiety or all the other shit that we deal with on a daily basis to benefit from therapy right. everybody needs a safe place to talk sometimes and Honestly, it's a good learning tool. Like, it is. I personally cannot afford to go to therapy, but like, I have some close friends that do. And if they don't come back and teach me the lessons they get yeah, <laughs> from therapy, and like, truly, it's stuff that I learn and apply to my life that really helps me and just live my day to day. Honestly, I mean, I think it's great for learning communication skills, it's great for understanding how to navigate issues because it doesn't matter if you don't have mental health problems happening we all encounter issues at some point in our life and sometimes we need help navigating those therapy is a wonderful tool for that absolutely so yeah we're very pro therapy on this podcast yes. op send your mom our way <laughs> <laughs> we got you honey and I'm really sorry if you didn't get to go to the tour. It sounds like you probably didn't. I hope you at least get to go to the movie um, and experience that. I know we will be. Yes, we have our tickets, getting outfits. Yeah, and... I got my dress yesterday. And it looks so good on you. Oh, I'm so excited. It's so sparkly. I actually ordered a Little Fox's outfit today, oh. too. Yeah. I can't wait to see. She's going to be so cute. She wants to dress up as a karma as a cat. So we have like a little sparkly dress with some little cat ears. So she looks like our little karma. Our little karma. <laughs> so, so cute. All right. So let's get into a couple of comments here. Um, the overall on this thread is not the asshole. So definitely on the same uh, wavelength here. The top comment here that comes up is... I'm not a Swift fan, but not the asshole. But your mom sure is, though. At least she taught you one lesson in life. Never trust anyone. Oh, that's such a... It makes me so sad. Yeah. That that's probably the lesson that she's going to take from this. Absolutely. And it's heartbreaking. It is. It is. And that's exactly what's happening here. I mean, you're, you're breaking trust in the relationship that's supposed to feel the safest. That's not okay. It's just not. And I know it's just Taylor Swift tickets, but it's more than that. 
It is. It's way more than Taylor Swift ticket. Somebody said that's exaggeratingly far. OP knows to never trust her mother again. I mean, yeah. My parents <laughs> did something similar, and I remember it still decades later. See, this is something that's going to cause lasting trauma mm-hmm. to this person. Yeah, it really does. And, you know, if if the mom is not willing to see the error of the way that she handled things and the way that she is shaping her daughter to, you know, not use resources like therapy and stuff. I mean, OP, make sure you take care of yourself. Look at that comment. It says, she may not even care. Her judgment seems concrete in place. It's not like it, it's not like she's having a eureka moment over this. Her mom will just think the daughter needs more Jesus in her life. Oh, God, if that's, that's not the truth. It is, and it's sad because they're not the mom's not going to see that, hey, I've pushed my daughter away and broke her trust in me. She doesn't think that her daughter's just acting out. Yeah, yeah, and I think that the daughter's being completely reasonable here and being upset by being lied to by her parent maybe mom doesn't see it that way but there's really no other way to see it (laughs) you lied to your kid so um there's a lot of really long comments in here i think a lot of people are probably in the same boat that we are these are just a bunch of replies to the top comment it looks like everyone's agreeing though that the op is not an asshole (laughs) here's one i want to read the Bible has some pretty choice words about lying. <laughs> <laughs> Ironic to think that lying is somehow more acceptable than a few bad lyrics in a song. Liars are bad influences. I think the staying with grandma thing might be a little bit much here. It just seems dramatic. That being said, not the asshole. I don't know, though. I mean, I think it's okay to take some space. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. For anybody that's not a Swifty, they have to realize that, like, this concert for the Swifties is, like, a big deal for us. This is truly, for a lot of us, just based on the cost, a once in a lifetime thing. Well, and based on the demand, I mean, she broke Ticketmaster twice. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, truly, like, when I left that concert, I felt changed and moved and, like, it was amazing. So, I'll be the first to say, like, I wasn't even a Swifty before the concert. I liked her music, but I wasn't like a diehard. Not, not the way you are now. <laughs> no, no. And so that just goes to show, I mean, I've been to a lot of concerts. I, my favorite besides Taylor Swift was probably the time that I met Ed Sheeran after his concert. Hey, Eddie, she's if you out there. I love you, man. <laughs> But um, I have never experienced anything like her performance. It truly, there is not a concert like it. Just the, the whole energy of the place is so good. She just, it's not just a concert. It's not just songs. It's an entire experience. It's yes. a performance. Like, it's theatrical. Mm-hmm. I mean, just all around you have like, the dancing, the art that's going on in the background, even the stage, you know, like during Delicate, like where the it, the glass breaks on the stage, it, it's all timed so perfectly and you get to take it all in. And then you have this energy of like 70,000 other people screaming and singing every word. It's phenomenal. Like the special effects just blew my mind. I mean, I remember 
the part of the stage and then seeing afterward how she did it where she's you know up at the very front of the stage performing she's wearing the yellow dress and then suddenly she disappears into the floor and on the stage itself you see this image of her swimming to the back of the stage even though we were sitting several sections up and we couldn't really see taylor herself aside from the screens there was so much going on that you're fully immersed in this performance like there's just not any way not to be it really you really are it just i don't know how else to describe it besides it being just like a life-changing thing to experience yeah yeah i mean the amount of money that had to go into the sets and the the costume changes and then for her not to even have the same outfit from tour to tour like the dresses change and the colors and they all mean something because blondie's got shit up her sleeve she gets a uh, mastermind <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um yeah i mean op definitely not the asshole i'm sorry that your mom is treating you this way i think it's healthy that you're taking some space and going to stay with your grandma because that's that's a pretty hard thing to digest when you find out that you can't trust your own parent right i agree so but we're here if you need to vent so. yes <laughs> <laughs> and with that let's get into our next story this one is from r slash stories i surprised my girlfriend with taylor swift tickets she wanted to bring her friend instead me and my girlfriend both 26 have been dating for three years now my girlfriend is a huge Taylor Swift fan and was really excited when she found out Taylor would be performing at MetLife Stadium right near us. I decided to surprise her with Taylor Swift concert tickets since I knew she really wanted to go. I called in sick the day the concerts dropped and waited in the Ticketmaster queue for two hours. Finally, when it opened up, I bought two seats for $400 each, presumably one for her and another for me. When she came back from work that night, I surprised her with the tickets and she was ecstatic. However, when I claimed I was excited to go with her, she got very confused and claimed she thought the two tickets were for her and her best friend, who was also a big Taylor Swift fan. I was very disappointed since I believe that this was an experience we could do together and it would be something we would remember for the rest of our lives. My girlfriend could tell I was upset and said she would be happy to go with me instead. I told her she should go with whoever she wanted to go with more and to not go with me just because it was what I had planned. After hearing this, my girlfriend immediately called her best friend and told her they were going to go to the Taylor Swift concert together. Ouch. I told my girlfriend that if her friend wanted to go with her, she had to pay the $400 for the ticket, and her friend agreed to. While my girlfriend and her friend went together and both had a great time, I felt betrayed since she chose her over me. While I know my girlfriend's best friend is a much bigger Taylor Swift fan than me, I was still excited to go since I've never been to a concert before, and I like to listen to some of Taylor Swift's songs. Like I said before, I also believe this would be a memory we could both remember together. Should I have done things differently and not given up my ticket so willingly? Oh, man. OP. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> rough. <laughs> the fact that she, like, immediately called her friend like that immediate choice you obviously got tickets for you and derek and right. i never expected to go to the concert and i felt terrible when i took t derek's ticket <laughs> to go because i was like well that was an experience they wanted together 
and don't get me wrong i'm grateful i'm really glad i got to go but like i feel his betrayal here (laughs) i'm surprised at the girlfriend here um i mean i guess if we're gonna play like devil's advocate which i don't love to do but if we're going to he did say that she could take whoever she wanted and the friend did pay for the ticket but like i wouldn't have chosen that. <laughs> like i would have went with my significant other <laughs> yeah well to be honest if i had a significant other who i mean the planning he put into this he took a day off work just to wait in line for hours to get these tickets he paid 400 dollars each which is a lot of money for a concert ticket with this expectation that he and his girlfriend were going to go have this amazing experience together with this incredible memory i mean he was excited about it and so i mean i don't i don't know that i would have given up as easily as he did but at the same time i think he was trying to make the experience good for her which was very selfless i have to wonder because she thought right away when she got the tickets that her and her best friend were going like do you think it's possible that we're not getting the whole story here that crossed my mind um because did did she know i mean he said he surprised her so did was there talks of her and her friend getting tickets together and he overheard that and decided he was gonna get tickets and surprise her and go with her or you know there there could be a million scenarios here that we're not hearing right so i you know just at face value i feel bad for op because it seems like he kind of got the shit end of the stick here but there's a real possibility that maybe we're not getting all of the truth right i just because she was confused like why would i go with you when (laughs) you know like it just seemed like there had to be something more because if it were me and someone gifted me something like that i would assume it was for me and them right right i mean or or like if it was something like from somebody maybe that you're not as close to or like like for example your brother got you those tickets for the comedy show say that yeah and he made it clear that there was no expectation that he go with me to that he said i got you two tickets so that you can take someone with you he didn't say i got two tickets for me and you right but op said in this that he got two tickets for the two of them right and i i wonder well i mean he he made it clear because when he gave them to her he said he said he was excited to go and and she was confused and thought that the tickets were for her and her friend right so yeah i mean i i want to see some comments i wonder if there's any updates from op because it does feel like maybe there's some information missing but if not like man i feel bad for you i'm sorry (laughs) at least you were smart enough to get the money for the ticket yeah i mean i'm glad the friend that invited him on that at least the least that she could do right (laughs) uh boyfriend hey i bought a two-week vacation to italy girlfriend oh my god great i can't wait to take becky (laughs) reddit boyfriend is the asshole (laughs) oh no (laughs) 
I mean, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Unless we're missing some info, but we haven't gotten far enough to know. Oof, call me a shitty boyfriend if you'd like, but I'm spending $800 on my girlfriend. It's going to be for something that we will both enjoy. I mean, fair. I mean, I wouldn't say asshole. Just... <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, the friend did pay him back. So, and right. I don't, I don't think that was an unreasonable request of, well, if you're going to go and not me, then you can pay for your right. ticket. I mean, and if I were the friend, I wouldn't have had a problem. I even offered to pay for mine, you know, and taking oh, yeah. Derek's place and everything because it didn't feel fair. So, I mean, you, I think you and Stacy both offered to pay for your tickets and it's like, we didn't worry about it. Like, yeah, I'm not seeing any updates from OP, so unfortunately i think our questions are going to be left unanswered but um but like it kind of sucks for them like i really wish that he could have went with her because you know i really i mean i had a phenomenal time going just with you and stacy and stuff but i also you know wish i would have got like the tickets for like indiana so i could have had the experience with Derek and little fox right i mean he did say that like you know, well, if you want to go with your friend, that's fine. She has to pay for her own ticket. And so they they followed what he wanted or what he said. Right. But it's like he's getting upset about the unsaid stuff. So, like, I can understand. But if we're reading between the lines, you know that he wanted to go. Right. And I think that's what it comes down to is, you know, clearly he's disappointed Clearly, he had expectations that he would get to have this experience with his girlfriend. His girlfriend had a different idea in mind. He's hurt by that because, you know, they're not on the same wavelength. And I don't think that he is in the wrong for feeling that way. Um, I think it was pretty... If if it went down, because we can only see this at face value... If it went down the way that he said, I think it was pretty selfless of him to give up that opportunity and let her go with the person she wanted to go with. Yes, but also, just based on the information we have, I don't necessarily know that he has a right to feel betrayed because he did offer her the ticket. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, if he really wanted to go and he was going to feel betrayed for not being chosen... He probably shouldn't have given her the opportunity to choose somebody else. Right. He should have said, well, I got these tickets for us to have the experience together. If your friend can get a ticket to go with us, it'd be great to have her come along. Yes. Otherwise, you know, we're going to have a great time together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Interesting, interesting way that story. that, yeah, interesting way that that uh, panned out, but... And with that, we're going to move on to our next story here. So, this one, again, comes at you from the Am I the Asshole subreddit. And it says, would I be the asshole for selling my friend's Taylor Swift ticket? (laughs) There is nothing I do better than revenge. (laughs) I'm sick already. (laughs) All right. Before I get roasted for the title, listen. I was the one that sat in that god-awful Ticketmaster queue for literally seven hours. Fighting for my life to get us tickets to a show. I won't specify the show because of the fear of my friends seeing this, but here's the details. This is already 
spicy. (laughs) When I got our tickets, my friend and I were super close. However, she's become extremely rude and honestly passive aggressive toward me as of late. I tried to ask her if I'd done something, but she always says no. I've also tried not to let it bother me, but now I'm aware from the other people that she talks shit about me behind my back constantly. Well, that's not a friend. I believe this is her boyfriend encouraging it because he's an awful person too, but she continues this behavior even when he's not around to see it. For example, she'll tell me I didn't do something right and I show her I did do it. She'll get mad at me and not talk to me for at least 24 hours or she'll message her boyfriend immediately the second I do something she deems annoying. I truly believe at this point that she's only being nice to me the way she is now because of our tickets. She paid me for hers, face value, and it's still under my Ticketmaster account. If I sell it, it would be face value as well, and I'd be giving her the money back because obviously it's her money. I just don't feel comfortable going with her anymore, and she's made it clear that if we go, she expects to ride together, stay together, and as dumb as it may be, I'm so sick of being treated like garbage because of her. I know it probably seems mean to just sell the ticket and take away her chance of seeing Taylor, but the idea of sitting next to her for three hours, plus the hours that it takes to drive there, plus any time in the hotel, makes me miserable. She hasn't paid for gas or hotel or anything that she would be out of money wise for if I got rid of the ticket. And again, I would 10,000% give her her money back because I'm not a thief and I would not steal anyone's money. Please weigh in here because our concert is in one month and I don't know what to do because I feel like it's an asshole move, but at the same time, I'd be returning her money. Okay. Do we want to read the edits before or do you have something to say before we read the I kind of want to hear the edits. All right. Edit number one. The reason I'm wanting to sell the ticket completely is because it will be right beside me the entire show. If I sell it, I understand the friendship is over. But with the way she is, the friendship is over the second I tell her I want to go separately anyway. Edit number two. A lot of people are under the impression I want revenge. (laughs) But genuinely, that is not the case. I'd much rather go with her. We've been friends forever. But no matter what I do or say, she refuses to treat me the way I deserve as of recent. I would 100% talk to her before I sell the ticket. I'm just trying to get an opinion of how... I should expect her to react. I mean, I know that the OP's friend would be absolutely pissed. Like, there's no other way to put it if their ticket got sold, especially considering they paid for it. Yeah, I mean, I don't see any solution in this where the friend is not livid. Yeah, I think what really needs to happen in this situation is... Not to sell the ticket, but they need to have, like, a heart-to-heart, deep, hard conversation about their friendship. Yeah, for real. I mean, and and you said it best. It's a hard conversation. Yeah. It's not some easy, sugar-coated thing. This is, you gotta dig deep. It, It is not easy to confront somebody, especially when you, it's your best friend that you found out is just talking about you so poorly behind your back. Right. I mean... To me, that's not a friend. Friends don't talk shit about their friends no. like that. I think OOP would want to go with their friend if 
their friendship was solid. And I don't think that they want to get rid of their friendship. They want to fix it, right? Right. That's what it seemed like to me. I mean, she even said, I would much rather go with her. We've been friends forever, but no matter what I do or say, she refuses to treat me the way I deserve. So I think that they need to have that conversation and then decide. But at that point, maybe they can figure out separating tickets or something like that. Yeah, I mean, part of me is inclined to say it would be an asshole move to sell it. Mm -hmm. Just because, I mean, she has paid for it and everything. Um, I understand why. Maybe it's a justified asshole move, but I don't know. I mean, I understand where you're coming from. I understand, too. Like, her friend is not being a good friend here at all. But I don't think the way to fix things or anything is to be an asshole back like that's not gonna make anything better it's gonna make things worse right and i think if they aren't going to fix their friendship they could both go and still sit next to each other but like drive separately get different hotel rooms like they don't have to necessarily interact just because they're sitting by each other and who knows i mean maybe i mean yes i i agree first of all they need to travel separately stay separately and everything if they do go through with this but maybe that experience will bring them closer together that's very true i mean look what it did for us we've been inseparable i know (laughs) truly like every weekend we're together (laughs) i know and now we're doing a podcast together and here we are talking about it on the podcast like who would have expected that but I think that there is definitely a very difficult conversation that needs to happen here. Um, We do have an update. Update as of August 9th. Um, I didn't sell the ticket. My friend ended up being rude to my boyfriend for over half of the trip, which then caused me and my boyfriend to get into it pretty bad. The concert was amazing, but it had a little bit of a stain on it because of the negative emotions attached to it. Her and I no longer talk, but at least no legal drama came from it, and we both still got to see Taylor Swift. That's kind of sad update. Like, I'm glad they both got to go, but, like, it sucks that their friendship was broken beyond repair. Right, and that is sad, and I'm kind of confused as to what legal things would have come from it. I mean, if she gave her the money back for the ticket, I I don't know that there's much legal repercussion there. Right. Just a few comments here. Not the asshole if you give her 100% of her money back. You shouldn't have to spend that much time with somebody who makes you so uncomfortable and miserable. No, that's so true. Like Very fair. It would suck the joy out of the entire concert, and you definitely don't want that. But if you sell the ticket, all pretenses drop, and things between you two will get even worse. You'll definitely lose the friendship, such as it is. So just be prepared to deal with the blowback. And I think that we saw the friendship ended whether she was going to sell the ticket or not. So it's unfortunate that it had a stain. I think the minute that the friends started talking shit about her behind her back, this concert was going to have a stain on it from the beginning. Yep, I agree. I mean, it was an experience. Whether the friend was there or not, it was an experience they were supposed to have together that has now been ruined by this pettiness that's happening here. Over what sounds like a man. <laughs> like, Isn't that what it always ugh. is? What's the root of Oliver? No. <laughs> <laughs> not going to go that far. <laughs> Listen, ladies. 
it's not worth losing your friends over a man because there are men that are out there that you can have beautiful friendships with your friends and a great relationship with your man and those things don't have to be one or the other you can have it both yes i absolutely feel like i know this so well because my husband of course like me and him have a great relationship but he also has friendships with my friends yeah very much so i do feel like i make an effort with his but Maybe not to the same extent that he does with mine. He's so good. Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel close with Derek. I consider Derek to be my friend almost as much as you are my friend. And I only say almost because I don't know if I quite have a bond with anybody the way that I do with you. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So it's like, but I am grateful that not only do I get to have you as a friend, but I get to have this closeness with your partner and it's, there's no insecurity there about it either. It's just an effortless relationship. It makes it very easy for us to all do things together. I could hang out with Derek just as easily as I could hang out with you. Exactly. And I love that. Right. And they're showing you that like, Hey, I'm making an effort for this person because I care about you. I love you. I want to love the people that you love. Yeah. Because your real friends they should be in your life no matter what i mean some people unfortunately are not as real as you think they are and so like sometimes you weed out the friends that are not true friends and true friends they will they stick around i mean it might not be like where you talk every day or anything like that i'm not saying that but like they are a consistent presence in your life and even if that's like virtually or you know they check in once a week or you know they stay up to date on facebook because i mean i know life gets busy trust me right but like being they an have adult's to, hard yeah but like <laughs> they make an effort right to some extent right and i guess where i was going with that is that you know a, a true friend even if it seems like they are not as big of a role in your life you know that you can pick up with them right where you left off and you can trust that that friendship is going to stand the test of time of poor relationships of um you know moves across the country (laughs) again like i'm not saying you have to talk every day because like you know at least us neurodivergent people like a lot of times like out of sight out of mind is a real thing yeah but that doesn't mean like the love and care still isn't there either no and i think that we've seen that with our friendship especially i mean it has stood the test of time and relationships and and distance and Mm -hmm. all of these things and we've gone through these moments where you know maybe we don't talk for months and then suddenly we pick right back up where we left off (laughs) (laughs) like and it's never felt like i didn't have you i knew that i could always pick up the phone if i needed to um it just wasn't always as easy to pick up the phone for other factors in my life right i mean i know that i can say from experience like i had an ex who and i was you know much younger but i was so wrapped up in this guy and i was like basically changing everything i believed in and Mm -hmm. everything to to try to be what he wanted and i was i never felt good enough for him 
And that definitely was things that like, I was not my best self then, but I still always felt like you were there and actively encouraging me to be better. I might not have listened very well, (laughs) but. (laughs) The thing is though, is you know how much I relate to that because I went through the same thing with my marriage. Mm -hmm. And so it's, we both had these relationships that tried to change who we were as people and tried to pull us away from the people who loved us. And we came back. Thankfully we came back. The right relationship won't make you do those things. No, it won't. And you know, when you get away from that, you really understand that. And so absolutely it's okay sometimes to outgrow your friends. Sometimes that happens. Yeah. And some people are in our life for a season instead of, you know, the whole thing, the whole (laughs) thing. I mean, some, some people just have a chapter that closes, but you shouldn't be losing your friends because somebody else came in and removed them from your life. So just think about that. Yeah, I hope that everybody in this situation can think about those kinds of things and right. grow and become better because of it. I agree. I agree. And so while we understand OP wanting to sell the ticket, and clearly you didn't, and I'm sorry that the experience was kind of ruined for you. Glad you had a good time at the concert, but um, sorry to hear about your friend. And maybe, maybe one day your friend will see that. And they'll come back. Yeah. Don't completely close that door, but don't. Don't close the door, but also maybe don't let yourself get like walked all over. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Like don't, don't be the doormat, but one day your friend may need you if this boyfriend leaves her. And if your friend understands the role that she played in this situation and in your friendship um, ending and she's truly remorseful for it and truly learns that I'm not saying don't let her back in. Yeah. I mean, but protect yourself too. Right. Like cautious, but open. Yeah. Grace can be a, a beautiful thing sometimes. Yes. Okay. Well, are we ready to move on to the next one? And with that, let's, uh, Get into some theories, maybe. I myself am a, a very big gayler. Um, we've seen so much evidence over the years. <laughs> I mean, if you go back to like the old Instagram and stuff like that, like the was it like the rice crispy shape or the rice crispy treats shaped like hearts that were the bi flag colors and the bracelet she posted that said proud with the bi flag. I mean, those things were just like screaming signs and then you get deeper into it with like the hairpin theories and all kinds of stuff there's just so much evidence to me that this woman is queer i'm fascinated by these theories because like i said before the concert i wasn't really i didn't really consider myself a swifty so I am not as well-versed in the Gaylor theories, but from what I've seen you and Stacey and Brie talk about, I'm there. (laughs) I could totally see it. And, you know, I listened to some of the lyrics and I'm like, oh yeah, that could, um, 
They're like, that's, that's, that's gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shade never made anybody less gay. How many Taylor references of lyrics can we get into one episode? I mean, if you want to try. <laughs> <laughs> Challenge accepted. I think I've already quoted at least four songs, maybe. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, we're here for it. it you know, it, the, the day that she finally announces it like straight from taylor's mouth herself like i I think i mean for like selfish reasons i would love for her to (laughs) actively come out but in the same respect i don't think that she owes us that oh absolutely not this brings me back to um one of my favorite content creators who uh, talks about Gaylor theories is Jordan on TikTok. I will add that link for everybody to check out. But yeah, we um, can put that in the show notes. Yes, uh, she goes into Gaylor theories about everything, and it's just amazing. I love her. Um, but Jordan goes on to say in one of her TikToks that um, her therapist had said something about changing the way you word it instead of like there being a coming out, you invite somebody in. Ooh, I love that. I think about it all the time now about inviting somebody in to know you. So it's not like this dark, scary, like closeted thing. It's like, this is who I am. It's got like this light, beautiful feeling to it. And like, how beautiful would it be for for Taylor to have that? And and I guess in some respects, she very well could. Because like the people close to her, I'm sure, know. Yeah, well, and let's be honest this concept of coming out or letting people in it's such an intimate detail of our lives we don't have to come out as straight people you know i consider myself to be a straight cis woman and i didn't have to come out to the world about that i don't i didn't have to make a grand announcement about it it's just I just get to exist in that way. And like, people don't question it. I don't have to get into the intimate details about who I'm into and things like that. Mm -hmm. And so we've made it this thing with the LGBTQ community that they have to share this intimate detail in such a vulnerable way and then have to fight for acceptance and all these things. It's just, I long for the day where we don't have to put people in that position. I agree. And it's not just coming out once because, you know, as a queer LGBTQI play, LGBTQIA plus person, it's multiple coming out over time. And like, it has to be absolutely draining to have to repeatedly question and wonder and think about like, is this person going to treat me differently now? And have that worry that you carry. And I, I much like the idea of inviting in yeah. and, and being this like light thing, this nice thing, this. You like know? you're giving somebody the gift of knowing this important part of who you are, because yes. that's what it is. I mean, it's, it's trusting somebody to know something that is a, part of you it's you know i don't have any other way to put it (laughs) (laughs) so yeah 
Um, so, you know, if, if Taylor ever chooses to outright invite people into that part of her life, I think that would be a huge honor to all of us. Absolutely. Yes. Um, but until then we can just get to read all the clues and (laughs) (laughs) we love the Easter eggs. It's so much fun to, I've, I've never in my life, never, ever, ever seen somebody who can create so many little tiny pieces for people to pull together mm-hmm. and n- nobody schemes like taylor truly they don't they just don't and so it's just really cool to be able to watch the inner workings of her mind come together and pull all these little pieces of things that you know every tiny detail has a meaning behind it everything and she remembers everything like everything i don't know how she the woman is brilliant she like really, she's she, just, a mastermind she's a mastermind i mean i don't put much thought into the clothes that i put on in a day you know i don't i, I pick a shirt out of my closet sometimes i might throw a bracelet on because i'm feeling it and i just go but everything that she does has like a greater meaning behind it the vmas is a perfect example of that (laughs) i often wonder if that is like a heavy weight for her to carry because she knows that like swifties that we read into everything (laughs) i wonder if she ever is just like going out and just like you know right i wonder (laughs) if there's ever just a moment where she does go into her closet pull something out without thinking about it and here we are like Oh my god, that's so rep coded. <laughs> I mean, we see that say that anytime we see a snake, though. <laughs> For real. We went to the art museum a few weeks back, and there was just so many pieces of art around that had, you know, snakes, or there was one piece that had like a circle of koi fish, like her guitar from the Eros tour. And every time we saw it, oh, that's so rep coded. Oh, that's so tailor coded. <laughs> Which is just us having fun, but we're probably you know. so insufferable to be around. Oh my god! <laughs> if this next guy that we're about to read um, can't get on board with his wife's obsession, then uh, I can't imagine what he would think of us. It truly is a benefit, like for me that my husband's a Swifty, because then like we just get to go back and forth and beat each other with it. I know, I know. <laughs> I think about this too when I start talking to somebody new. Um, you know, the last asshole that ghosted me, he was into Taylor Swift. So we had fun with that. The few times we hung out, fuck that guy though. I'll hit him with a car. I swear. (laughs) Like, where did it go? How are you going to plan a date with somebody and then just like ghost ghost them the same night? Like, why, why would you do that? Guys, please tell me why that happens. Right. Like, honestly, like, why can't you just be like, hey, this isn't what I thought it was. I'm not want to do this anymore. Like, just give me something. (laughs) It might have been different if, like, okay, here's the story. I was hanging out with somebody this time last weekend, and we were getting along great. I mean, we were just hanging out in my car. Um, I took him something at work because he had a headache and he needed some ibuprofen. I was like, hey, that's on my way home. I'll stop and bring you some. And he was like, okay, cool. We can just hang out for a bit. So I stop. I 
taking my ibuprofen and we hung out in my car for like two hours <laughs> and mind you he's at work but we were listening to taylor swift and just talking and just enjoying each other's company and we had um this whole date planned out because i was like well when you know when would you like to actually go out again and so we had planned out to go out that week and had it all he he told me exactly what we were gonna do and everything and then I tried to reach out to him um, that next morning and never heard from him again. And it's like, why, why bother? I don't understand that. So we'll, we'll get into ghosting on a future episode because I have a lot to say on the subject, <laughs> but like people, come on. That's so lame. Don't do it. Right. Like, unless you're like maybe in a dangerous situation, but right. like, if you're just like not feeling somebody like, you can give them the courtesy of being like, hey, I'm not feeling this. Yeah. I mean, I think we've all stopped talking to somebody at some point, those of us who are in the dating world at least. You know, things fizzle out sometimes. Or sometimes you find out something about somebody and it's just not even worth saying anything. You just bounce. That's happened to me before too. Mm -hmm. But I can't understand actually like planning out something and then just disappearing like don't pretend to be interested in me and don't pretend like you want to see me just to stand me up <laughs> i mean maybe he went to prison maybe we need to look up some uh, some records I, you know i thought i was like maybe he died <laughs> maybe the headache toy. was like a brain aneurysm or something like and then i would feel like a real asshole because that's a whole new type of ghosting <laughs> But, but honestly, he could at least haunt you then. <laughs> you know where I live, man. Just show up. <laughs> Come through. This is for that specific spirit, not for everyone. <laughs> Please, no. I am not opening the, the portal. <laughs> no Ouija boards around here. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> But moving on from that little tangent, I think that's probably like the first true tangent we've had this episode. I'm yeah, proud of us. Like, we've cut it <laughs> together pretty well this time. Yeah, so we should probably get into this next story, though. All right, this is coming from the Am I the Asshole subreddit. The A-I-T-A-H subreddit. Oh, There's a couple bad. different ones. Uh, am I the asshole because I don't emotionally support my wife's, my wife's obsession with Taylor Swift? My wife is fully obsessed with Taylor Swift. For the last year, that's all she listens to. Every Taylor Swift album on one continuous loop when she's working out or even just walking around the house doing stuff. Relatable. Spent $2,000 to go see her recently at the Eras tour. Probably spent another $200 on merch. She filmed the show on her phone and will regularly put it on the TV and just watch for hours. We'll also watch the live streams of other performances on TikTok or whatever streaming platform those are on. I personally don't really get it. I have never been obsessed with anything to that point. I love soccer and love to watch Messi play, but I can't bring myself to spend $900 for a ticket to his upcoming match. It's just too much. I am also really passionate about things my wife has no interest in, but I'm also not looking for her emotional support with those. Those are just things that are important to me and will remain important to me regardless. 
I have for sure made comments to my wife implying that this whole Taylor Swift thing is getting out of hand. I was also not super stoked that she was spending that much on one ticket to go see one concert. But ultimately, it's what she really wanted, and we had the money, so I said yes, and I am happy that she got to go. Recently, she blew up on me about how I don't support her as much as she thinks I should with her Taylor Swift lifestyle. She cites comments I make implying it's a cult, and the only one winning here is Taylor Swift raking in the dough, and maybe it's time to focus on other things. She wants me to stop making comments like that and stop rolling my eyes and be supportive of her interests, but from my perspective, it's really taking over her life, and that just can't be healthy to obsess over something like that. People need balance. I also thought one of the benefits of marriage was to have someone tell you this kind of stuff, and it shouldn't be an argument. So, am I the asshole? If so, what can I do about this situation to make things right? First, I just gotta get this out of the way. Paying money to go see somebody play soccer, I don't feel like is the same kind of experience here because when an artist goes on tour, they're only going to have that tour one time. When an athlete plays... They have like a home stadium where you can likely go see them more than once. So it's going to be not as big of a cost either. Right. And $900 for... A soccer game seems absurd to me. I don't know, you know, if I, I don't know much about soccer, so maybe that's a pretty normal ticket price. I I, I know I that know either. F, I was gonna say I know that FC Cincinnati tickets aren't that much. So I mean, but if you think about like we are in the Cincinnati area, so like a Bengals or Red ticket price, maybe that's a similar ticket cost for soccer. Yeah, I mean, thinking about the Bengals and how they've been, you know, on a Super Bowl track for the last couple of years, I could see the tickets getting up there in price. Mm -hmm. And so, like I said, I don't know much about soccer. I don't know much about Messi. Um, I don't. I don't even know if if that's a team or a player. <laughs> I think it's a player. Because it says to I his thought. upcoming match. Yeah, that's what I thought too. So maybe we're just way off base and not understanding the gravity behind seeing but, that. But my point is, there's only going to be one Eras tour, even though it seems like it's going to go on for years and years because we're already working on year two. <laughs> but not everybody gets to have that experience, especially with the assholes buying up the tickets to resell them. Mm -hmm. So... I also think, though, that, like, if OP expressed to his wife that, like, hey, I want to go see this soccer match, his wife would support him and be like, yeah, you should do that. I think so, too. And, I mean, I'm not understanding the hesitation in buying the ticket because it seems like money is not an issue here. I mean, he said himself, um, I wasn't super stoked that she was spending that much money on one ticket to go see a concert, but... It's what she really wanted, and we had the money. So if money is not an issue, it made her happy, you're happy she got to go, I feel like she would probably return that sentiment for you, and you're probably stopping yourself from going. I think that's not the point here, though. Um, I definitely think that you're being a little bit of an asshole here by dampening her spirit. Right, I mean, maybe... We are a little biased as Swifties, but like, maybe not because we understand that like you throw yourself into the things that you love, mm -hmm. you know, 
like I don't fault my spouse for like playing video games that he loves and reading about it and if there's merch for it getting that or whatever because that's that's like his Taylor Swift or you know so like I don't think he's offering her the support that he should to be honest I think he's the asshole I think so um and I get it like the Swifty culture isn't for everybody we can be a little bit much for people sometimes it's a little much for me but you don't have to be a dick about it like right let people enjoy what they want to enjoy i mean come on we had years of our lives taken away from us from this pandemic Mm -hmm. and we're finally getting to a point where we can start enjoying things like this again that's why the eras tour exists because for years taylor didn't get to go on tour and so she's making up for lost time and so are her fans absolutely yes 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 i mean think about Loverfest was canceled because of the pandemic we didn't get a tour for folklore evermore or i mean midnight's now either because it's on the heiress tour but like that's four albums that didn't get their own tour right right and so at some point you gotta choose your battles and like you're choosing to start fights with your spouse because you're a little bit annoyed that she enjoys something a lot more than you think she should. And it's like, don't gatekeep her joy. Right. Yes. Yes. I mean, I feel like it's kind of like the same people who kind of like to crap on like people who like pumpkin spice in the fall or like people who like D and D or, you know, star Wars, whatever. Yeah. People who decorate for Christmas early. Who cares? Like it's you, their house. <laughs> you don't have to do it, but you shouldn't, you know, be mean to somebody else because they are enjoying that thing. We get so little joy in life. Let us have our wins. Right. Let us have these things, please. You can be happy without shitting on somebody else's happiness. And that's something I think it's a valuable lesson for all of us to learn is I have a shirt that Jordan bought me that <laughs> says Equal rights for others does not mean fewer rights for you. It's not pie. The same concept applies here. Happiness for others does not mean less happiness for you. It's not pie. We can all enjoy the things we want to enjoy without telling other people what they're allowed to be happy about and to what degree. Right. I think that OP here really needs to reframe his thinking and instead of seeing it as like oh my wife is just going on and on about this thing i don't even care about to maybe seeing it as like wow i'm so excited that my wife is so excited about something and she's so happy seeing her happy makes me happy and here's the thing is i'll be the one to play devil's advocate this time because sometimes you do get tired of hearing somebody talk about the same thing all the time there's a way to address that though that does not end up making your spouse feel bad for enjoying what she enjoys. Like, hey, I'm really glad you love this so much. How about you find some friends who share that way of thinking and have a group chat? <laughs> we know all about that. I mean, we or- we have a Taylor group chat, and it's where we it's our, our safe space to talk about Taylor, where we're not in other chats, maybe steering the conversation. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, not everybody wants to talk about Taylor Swift all the time. So it's like, 
suggest to her to find some like-minded friends who share that. Maybe they can do something together to enjoy that together. And then, you know, she still gets to experience that and you then can take a break to focus on the things that bring you joy. I just want to send a special message out to OP to please have your wife email us because I want to be friends with she her. She can join our group chat <laughs> yes. for real. We can talk about Taylor all the time. <laughs> what we if this it. was Stacy's husband? <laughs> <laughs> we know it's not, but <laughs> that would I be... don't think he would. You know. <laughs> He's a good man. He's a good man. <laughs> That's just the only person that I can think like that. What if this was Derek? I know it's not him. It's not. Obviously it's not. It's just, that's so funny to me. Um, all right. Well, let's see what some comments are saying, because I have a feeling that there's going to be lots of non Swifties in these comments. Honestly, the most shocking information in this post is the fact that anyone ever watches crappy cell phone videos after everyone I, insists on taking them at the concert i watch mine <laughs> <laughs> it seems like you're getting in the way of your wife's and taylor swift's relationship <laughs> he really has bad blood about it all he does he does i mean one of the comments on here was talking about how um the person commenting and her spouse they both like sports but like totally different teams and they still support each other doing that Right. Which I think really goes into what we were saying that like everybody can enjoy things. We we're all entitled to have our things. And that's the thing is you don't have to share every single interest that your spouse shares. It's okay to have some individuality in a relationship. Right. And like personally for me, as I've discussed, my spouse and I are both neurotic neurodivergent and <laughs> neurotic. Maybe neurotic <laughs> maybe too. Maybe a little. Yeah. <laughs> but like Info dumping it truly is like a love language. I love it when my partner kind of info dumps on me and like I get to hear about all this, you know, information that maybe I don't know or like a story I've heard, you know, a hundred times, but they're excited to tell me again. And like, I like that stuff. Like I it, seeing your spouse so excited and so happy about something like that brings that brings me a lot of joy. I hate bringing everything back to my ex, but I haven't done that a lot this episode. Um, my ex was really, really into bodybuilding. I was not, but I was very supportive of his. He hated it when I called it a hobby. So his hobby. <laughs> um, I mean, it wasn't like a job. <laughs> he wanted it to be, but. No, I mean, I was very supportive of it. And, you know, I went to bodybuilding shows with him. And, you know, the Arnold Classic is two hours up the road in, in Columbus every year. And I got him tickets to that one year. And, like, it wasn't something that I gave a shit about. I don't care about bodybuilding. I like to work out. And that's about the closest I'll ever get to that. But he was passionate about it. And he talked about it. And he watched videos about it. And, like, I mean, he was, like, this lady the equivalent of that in the bodybuilding world. And sure, sometimes it annoyed me, but I wasn't going to shit all over him for it. Right. It's one of those things that like, yeah, I'm not interested in this, but I support you being interested in it. And this is making you happy. So I can kind of set aside my annoyance for maybe hearing about it to just let you have it and be happy. Right. 
Yeah. I mean, ultimately, what are you doing with somebody in a relationship if you don't care about seeing them happy? Right. That's probably not the right relationship for you. Exactly. I mean, that's, I don't know if there's another way to put it. Like, and it just blows my mind because there are a lot of comments down here telling this guy that he's not the asshole. And it's just like, I don't know that I believe that. I don't know if I agree. I think it's really coming from people that think that like Swifties are stupid, kind of. Because oh, there's I'm a sure. huge community of people that feel like that. And like, why does it bother you so much? Yeah. Yeah. I think the only thing that I can really say to that is that the people you love are the ones that you should want to see the happiest. And I can't understand, even if you don't like something, it doesn't mean that you have to shit all over somebody for liking that thing. I agree. So I think OP is the, the asshole here. Yeah. Yeah. Do better. OP do better. But moving on to the next and the last we have, we can, we can squeeze one more story in here. <laughs> you're getting five from us this week y'all this is coming from r slash am i the asshole subreddit and it says am i the asshole for refusing to resell my taylor swift tickets Never. no <laughs> <laughs> hello long time lurker and first time poster i 26 female have been a taylor swift fan since middle school i say she's gotten me through some pretty rough times one example is when my neglectful family banned me to my room for a full year with no TV or any entertainment at all. I secretly kept one of those tiny iPods and all I had on it was her debut album. Oh, oh my goodness. That's so wholesome. I listened to it over and over and over. It was all I had. My speaker was some weird toy I got for Christmas one year. It was a stuffed elephant with a little aux cord and a tiny speaker on its rear. Never used it until that moment. I'd say from then on, I've heard every song, purchased every album, and still listen to her daily. I love that you had that to get you through. Mm -hmm. When she announced her Eros tour, I was so excited. I was going to try my best to get tickets. I did the verified fan, fought 2,000 plus Swifties in the Ticketmaster queue, and somehow left with two tickets and the nosebleeds for 155 each on August 5th in SoFi Stadium. At the moment, I was completely broke, so I had to ask my boyfriend if I could borrow his Amex card to pay for them. He said no numerous times, I think until I had tears in my eyes and had to beg how much it would mean to me. And of course, how I promised to pay him back. He said I had to get the cheapest tickets, but that didn't matter to me. Just being there was my goal. Fast forward to now, tickets are reselling for 2.5k each in the section we're in. He expects me to sell them. I tell him no way. He has been calling me selfish and that I care more about some rich person more than my family. Him, 27, son, 6. He is arguing that there is no person in the world he would see for 5K. I say I didn't pay 5K. I paid $155. Completely paid him back, by the way. And the memories mean more to me than the money ever could. He argues I should have known they were going to be a hot item and bought more seats for the sole purpose of reselling. Oh. Those people are the bane of my existence. I just say I didn't buy them to resell. I bought them to go see my favorite artist. He just keeps listing the stuff that we could pay off my car or his student debt. 
or the vacations we can take instead. Vegas, Disneyland. I just can't give them up. Am I being irrational by not selling them? Am I the asshole? You are not the asshole. Absolutely not. In fact, your boyfriend or whatever he is, is the asshole expecting you to resell them. Honestly, anybody who does that is an asshole. You're keeping people from having experiences like OP. OP... Taylor Swift means something deeper to her than just a concert, a bop on the radio. Right. Taylor Swift got her through a very difficult part of her life. And you're trying to take that experience away and be selfish and saying that you want to be one of those people who is also taking that experience away from other people. Honestly, I will put this out here. If you buy things for the sole purpose of upcharging to resell it, you're an asshole. Right. These are the same assholes that were buying all the toilet paper in 2020 and mm-hmm. reselling it for $100 a piece. Like, it's ridiculous. I mean, like, or even like the little things. Like, I know that something my friends and I are looking for is this little ghost mug. They sell it like TJ Maxx and the ghost is holding that. And it, I'm sure it's like probably 5 or $6 at TJ Maxx, but people are buying them and reselling them for like $25. For a mug. I don't understand that. Like, you don't even want it. You just want the money from it. Like, that's why capitalism is so disgusting. God, don't even get me started on that. But it's like, you're taking these experiences away from, for example, Little Fox. We wanted to get tickets to the Indianapolis show. Even though we got to go to Cincinnati, Derek and Little Fox missed out on that show. So we were trying to get tickets to go to Indianapolis and we missed them. And the next day, we're looking online and people are selling tickets for $40,000. That's Literally. almost what I make in a year. That's absurd. Mm-hmm. The greed is just insane here. So, OP, you're not the asshole, but your boyfriend certainly oh, is. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know if there's anything else to say about that, honestly. Like, just, you're not the asshole for wanting an experience. No, and I would be willing to bet that the comments agree with us a million percent. Because... Oh, yeah. Already, there's a judgment of not the asshole on the post. (laughs) If you've paid him back, he can suck eggs, not the asshole, and take note of his greed. That's a deeply unattractive trait and not the kind of thing that tends to change in in a person's outlook. Mm -hmm. Is this a trait that you want in your life partner? OP definitely needs to reevaluate this relationship. Honestly, yes. yes. (laughs) He can choke on those eggs, honestly. (laughs) like i think it takes a certain kind of person to be a reseller right like there's a difference between like maybe finding something of value that you have and selling it for that value versus getting something like a concert ticket and just to buy it to resell it well and let's take a step back here from the greed of that and also look at the manipulation that's happening here he's weaponizing your family Mm -hmm. your child He's using that to manipulate you into doing what he wants. And he says he wants to do a vacation to Disneyland or uh, Vegas. Um, Are you going to take your six-year-old to Vegas with you? (laughs) I mean, come on. Ugh. I'm sorry. You can do better, OP. You really can. And is that the example that you want to set for your six-year-old? I'll ask you that question with no judgment whatsoever coming from me, but it's something you need to think about. And never mind the fact that she had to repeatedly beg 
This whole thing just sets off red flags. All the comments into this one are kind of gross. But she paid back those tickets. She just didn't have it, the money at that moment. Right. Like, I, I mean, I think a lot of people in the United States live paycheck to paycheck. Unfortunately, that's the way the economy works right now. I mean, it's hard to enjoy the simple things in life when you have to worry about keeping a roof over your head mm -hmm. when the only thing in this country that hasn't gone up is the wages. Yep. My mom said that she remembers being my age and making the money that I make now. I What I don't think she realizes, though, and this is not to say anything negative about my mom, just that the perspective between me and her is very different. If she was making the money that I make now and living off of that and living a very um, modest life at that time, what she's not accounting for is the cost of living changing between now and 30 years ago. <laughs> I'm confident that her rent for a or for a one bedroom apartment wasn't $1,200. No, no. I mean, I live in 700 square feet and what I'm paying for is almost $2 a square foot here. Mm -hmm. I mean, and it's going to go up soon. Yeah. And my wages aren't. And so it's just why, I guess the point that I'm trying to get at is it is very hard to have simple things in life because we always have to prioritize bills. So if you can find a way to do that, if it's charging to a credit card and paying it off over time, that's fine. That's why credit cards exist. Stop taking that away from people. It's okay to enjoy life sometimes. Yes. Life is really hard. I mean, the impression I'm getting is that OP wouldn't just willy-nilly charge anything to the credit card, right? They wanted this once-in-a-lifetime experience. And to be honest... $300 compared to some of these stories that we've read, $300 is nothing. No. She paid it back. Yeah. And she's not saying they're like at risk of losing their home or anything like that. Right. It sounds like, you know, they, they're doing the best they can. I mean, he has an Amex card. How off, how bad can he be? Right. I you know, I ain't got one of them bitches. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, is, He's not saying let's sell these tickets and get caught up on our bills. He's saying let's sell these tickets and go on vacation, go to Vegas. Like he's saying let's sell these tickets and go gamble the money away. Mm -hmm. How is that any more responsible than paying for the tickets to begin with? I don't know. Not the asshole for sure. I hope that you had the time of your life at the concert, OP. Me too. And I really hope that your boyfriend can get that greed in check because that's not an attractive quality in anyone. I hope that OP takes her six-year-old to the movie and gets to spread the joy that is Taylor Swift. I think so. I think that would be a great experience. And I think it's great to ex expose your sons to that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Stamp out some of that toxic masculinity yes. that's clearly happening here, mm -hmm. too. So... Not the asshole, but we hope that you had an amazing time. Yes. All right. I think it's probably about time for us to wrap it up for today. But we have loved talking Taylor Swift with you, and I'm sure we will do it again and again and again. <laughs> I'm sure we will. Um, so, as always, go and follow us on all of our social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. 
eventually will be on YouTube. Um, make sure that you like, subscribe, interact with this wherever you're listening to this podcast. Right now we're on Spotify and soon we should be up on all the other streaming platforms. But um, all of those things help us out tremendously. And we will appreciate it so much. We really will. We really love doing this with you all and we're just getting started. So we can't wait to talk more topics with you all and um, really start to dive deep into what we enjoy. Yes. And if there's ever anything that you're interested in us talking about, please let us know. We are always open to hearing that kind of stuff too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, our Gmail is in the show notes. So if you ever have suggestions or stories to share with us, listener write-ins, things like that, you can email us on there and we will check that out. And uh, we would love to be able to share some of your experiences on the show. And with that, we will wrap up this episode. Yeah. So thank you all for joining us again. Until next time. This has been Brew of a Kind. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.